going to call you lion. He brings a snake. I see your tongue is too. I'm going to call you snake because you are always calls the giraffe gives a name. Because you cannot give a name to something you don't have authority over. Are you with me? And that authority was derived by relationship. So long as we are in relationship with God, we have the blessings of God. We have authority. We have the power. We have power. We have breakthroughs. We have. But in our day to day, Christianity has Christians or the church has cut off the roots. So it's hardly would you go to a church and hear messages like what I'm preaching. Faith. It's all receive, receive, receive. I see you. I see you. Here. Take it. Take it. Take it. And we are receiving, receiving. You see, you can receive, but we are receiving air. Because have you not realized that they are receiving, receiving, and every day they go to receive again, and their lives haven't changed. We have received. Look at Africa. Every day of the month, every minute of the day, there is a church service going on somewhere. Every day, Monday through to Sunday. Take it, take it, take it, take it. But the system is the same. The country is the same. The continent is the same. Backwardness and poverty is rife. Because we have cut the roots. Are you understanding what I'm saying? We have cut the roots because you see, we, we love the beautiful green leaves and fruits so much that all we are interested in is fruits and leaves, fruits and leaves. Do you know that you can have something that looks like a tree, but it's plastic? Are you see? And they'll have fruits. They'll have fruits, isn't it? They'll have fruits around it and everything, but it's plastic. The church is now producing plastic fruits, plastic leaves. Plastic. Because we have cut off the roots. Beautiful on the outside. Rubber inside. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? We are are very plastic because we don't have relationship with God. We don't have anything. It is all about what we can get. We've become so, so selfish. And selfishness creates plastic lives. When you become selfish, me, 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 you become, have you not realized that the people who are very plastic, they are fake. My hair is short, I want to add some more. My, my, my eyebrows are not, I want to put some more. My, my lip, my breast is too small. Let me make it big. My bum is too flat. Let me put some more. By the time you realize you are a caricature. Because, you see, so long as you look, you've lost your connection, your connection to your life, to the body, you, you become very plastic. Because you are considering self, 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 self. Me, 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 me. I want, this, I want this. I want this. I don't like this. I want this. I want this. I don't want this. Uh-uh. This is too small. This is too big. I want to cut it down. I want to bring it up. I want to do this. I want to do that. I, 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 I. 
you produce plastic. Everywhere becomes plastic. Yeah. Come plastic. The church has become plastic because we are interested in what we can get. We are interested in healing. We are interested in miracles, signs and wonders. We are jumping from one church to the other church to the other church because we want to see things. We don't like here because we want to go here. We don't go, we go here. We don't want here. We want to go here. We've had the latest in town. The latest. So we have lost all connectivity to the source. Lost everything. So we become like this thing. Looks beautiful. We are all aware that we are looking beautiful. But we are dead. We are dead. Hallelujah. That's why I put the picture there. To remind us that Christianity is not a religion. Because religion creates plastic. Christianity is a relationship. Remember, anytime you read the Bible in Genesis 2, in the cool of the day, he came to work. Ask yourself, why did he come to work? Because every time he comes, he has a rapport. Amen. So we are talking about faith. Look at all these people by faith, 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 by faith. And see, the common characteristics of all these people that they talked about was that none of them were very good. How many realize? There was not a good person. The only seemingly good person whose name was mentioned he played a very cameo role, a small role, was Joseph. Apart from Joseph, that we can all agree that was a good person. If we put all of them, the names down, and we look at them, Enoch, we don't know much about him. All we knew that he was, then he was not. He said he pleased God. As to how he pleased God, we are not sure. But Abraham, we know he was not a correct person. Isaac, he's not a correct person. Jacob, uh, Rahab, Moses, Abraham, David, ah. can, can you see the names? I me. But religion will say that do this, do this, do this. Live holy, live this, do that, do that. And you know, religion makes you plastic. Trying to appear to be something you are really not. Are you understand what I'm saying? Rather than having a relationship. He, 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 when he talked about uh, Rahab, he said that all the people were destroyed apart from Rahab and her family because she did not receive the spice like the way the others received the spice. The others saw the spice as threats. 
and they wanted to fish them out and kill them. Say, by faith, Israel walked through the Red Sea. But Egypt attempted to do that drown. Was it because Israel was good? No. We knew that they were not good people because when they crossed, even as soon as they crossed, we saw their character. Are you with me? But they had faith. They had something called faith. They had the roots. Their roots that connects to God was solid. Hallelujah. How deep are your roots that connects you to your God? Hallelujah. And you see, faith people, you can see them. When you look at a faith person like David, his worship is serious. Are, are you getting it? His worship is serious. Because he, he knows his source. He knows that he is, he is not a good person in himself. The only thing that makes him who he is is the source that he has. So he keeps the source. Even when he sins, he said, I take everything, but don't take my source out. Don't cut anything that has to do with my link. Today, we'll go and sin and come and sit in church. Nice. The day everybody will realize our sin, then we'll pretend. <gasps> As if we are broken. Lie. Because we are plastic. It is rather what people will hear and see and feel that we are more interested in than the source. The fact that we've cut, we've just severed our, our source from us doesn't worry us. It is what people are seeing on the top that worries us. We can go for days without praying. But when we come to church and say, shall we pray? We are just plastic. Makeup, 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 makeup. Have you not realized that sometimes you do overdo makeup, then you look ugly? Hello? Have you not realized? You do, you do over, and then you look like a... <laughs> you look like a masquerade. Hallelujah. Listen, don't worry about what people are going to see. We, see we, we come to church, we can't even kneel down. We can't even lie down. Our dress, our makeup, you don't want to... God, then you use your, your nail to catch your tear so that it doesn't spoil your makeup. Have you seen how the, the women said that they catch the tear? With a, uh, <laughs> oh, you haven't seen it before. Ah, sisters, the Holy Spirit is here. If you like lie, your root is being cut off. Is it true or is it not true? 
Listen. Let it fall. Let it fall. Let your dress be dirty. After all, we have beautiful. You don't, you are not even going to dirty your dress here. Hallelujah. Am I talking about faith? I said last week that we're going to look at 18 definitions of faith. I gave you one. one. Which was the first one? Faith is the life blood of a believer. Amen. The life blood of a believer is faith. Hebrews 10.38 The just shall live by what? Faith. Your oxygen as a Christian is faith. Amen. Faith is what will make you pray. If you are not prayerful, it means you don't have faith. In, in Luke 18, when you told the parable of, 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 of uh, the, the woman, the unjust judge and the woman, he said that nevertheless, when the son of man comes, would he find faith on earth? Because your, your connections can bring you all the things you need. So why should you pray? I'll tell you why you should pray. You should pray because prayer is communication with God. How, how would you have a boyfriend if you don't talk? If you are not texting each other? If you are not calling each other and doing all that? How would you, how would you have a relationship? It is communication that grows that relationship. That deepens the relationship, deepens the love, and then makes you, you know, when you go home, maybe you must do something. Take your phone and then check your recent calls and see who you call the most. Or who calls you the most. I can guarantee you the one who calls the most and the one you call the most is the one you have the most relationship with. You don't like what I'm saying. You don't like what I'm saying. Yeah. If you like, if you like, if you are not a phone person and you are a WhatsApp person, do the same thing. Check your WhatsApp. Who do, who do you WhatsApp the most? If you are not a WhatsApp person, you are a text person, check. If you are going to fight, go to the back. Mr. and Mrs. Lamte, if you two are going to fight, go to the back. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are, are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. You see, if God is important to you, your prayer life will change. Your reading of the Bible will change. Your, your, your reading of, or, or your, your even attendance to church will change. If he is, because if he is every time, David said that I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of God. He said, at least I'd rather be a doorkeeper. You know, I, I, I'm waiting all night. My, my tears have been my food because I remember Jerusalem. I remember the house of God. How I cannot go into the house of God. I just want to cry because I know that when I go to the house of God, that is where I meet God. 
That is where I have relationship. That is where I get my nutrients from. When he sinned and he was praying in Psalm 51, he said, take everything you want from me, but please don't take the Holy Spirit away from me. Because if you give, if you leave me the Holy Spirit, everything I've lost, I'll gain it back. I say, if you leave me the Holy Spirit, everything that I've lost, I will get it back. Hallelujah. I'm not afraid of losing things. I'm not afraid of losing people. I'm not afraid of losing the throne. If only I can retain the Holy Spirit, all these things, I will get it back. Amen. Faith is the lifeblood of the Christian. You know, when we started in this church, the Lord said to me, if you are not afraid of people, what people will say, what people will do to you, what people, will, if you are not afraid, what would you do? I said, if I was not afraid, I will walk. Then he said, I haven't given you the spirit of fear. Trust in me. This church is born out of faith. We didn't know anybody in Leeds. We walked in Leeds, into Leeds. Is this, when was it? What date of, of, of April? 14th April 2011. We walked into Leeds. The only people we knew, we knew two people. Uncle George and his wife. That was it. We didn't know anybody. But we had faith. Faith was what made Abraham go on a pilgrim to a city that he didn't know. All he knew was that the builder had put foundations in that city. And he went, not knowing where he was going. By faith. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah, by faith. Seven years later, we have a family. By faith. Hallelujah. You cannot be a Christian and pack your faith. Oh, most, day, most modern day Christians, our faith is non-existent. Everything we are connecting. Who you know. Who is connecting you? Who is doing something for you? Who is, who is, we are always busy doing interconnecting. When was the last time you used your faith to do anything? Hello? I said, when was the last time you used your faith? The just shall live by faith. Now ask your neighbor, when was the last time you used your faith? Because we want to be sure whether you are still alive. Because if you are living and it's the blood that is running in you and you haven't used it, then there's something wrong. I said, when was the last time you used your faith? You, you don't want to mind me. Hmm. Number two, faith is a down payment of the things you desire. Whatever you desire, use faith as the down payment. It's the deposit. You know, when you go... Go home. You want to see? A, you see a beautiful house. Go and ask them how much is this house. 
Go in. Try it. Try the beds. Try everything in the house. Not by the amount of money you have in your account. By use what? Faith. It's a down payment. Last week I was telling you how we got this building. Faith was the down payment, not money. If you had looked at money, we won't be here. Yeah, somebody was asking me, so uh, how did you, somebody said, oh, we have heard that in this country before you can get anything like this, you have to know a white person, you know, to, I said, me, I don't know any white person. I have faith. What do you have? Do you have faith? Are you, you see, faith will make you work less and believe more and you achieve more. Did you hear what I said? It's not, I'm not talking about being lazy. I'm not talking about being lazy, but you, you believe more and you achieve more if you have faith. The reason why we are not achieving more is because we are very, very faithless. See, we have become so plastic, we have lost contact with reality. We have lost contact with our root, which is faith. Are you with me? But I want you to start exercising your faith. Yeah. Yeah. Because faith is the down payment of things we desire. So I desire something. So I said, okay, I desire a husband. That's what I desire. The only thing I have to pay for it is my faith. But by the end of this year, I'll have a husband. Have I got a husband right now? I don't have it yet. But he's there. Faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, we, are, we know that the world was framed by the things which are not. The things which are, were made out of the things which are not. And we know that. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? And it's because of faith. When was the last time you got something because of faith? Pastor Sam, you remember? You went to the place to collect your, uh, what do you call it? Uh, scholarship. By faith. You didn't know anybody. Yeah. I remember I was fighting. I was sitting here and he was somewhere and I was using my faith through him to get what he needed. Because he didn't have as much faith as I have. So I said, go. Then you go. He said, hmm. They, they, they have it open. They open in three months' time. Then two days later, I'll call him again. I said, go. Then he said, so at the time he was remembering that I am saying he should go he said he wouldn't go because it's a waste of his money and time but for obedience of my instruction to go he will go and that is how come he went then he went and told him, what? you are disturbing us we say we are things not ready go then you call me they say they have it open. I say, give it a week and go again. 
How many times did you go there? Seven times. Okay, that's me. Seven times I kept, and each time, each time, why did you go? Each time I instruct, and I'm sitting here. He travels five hours on a hot bus. To go and get a scholarship that they haven't opened the, what do you call it? They, they, they haven't opened, they are not picking, and you see, Africa is by who you know. They will give it by behind the door. By the time they open the door, it's finished. Because they, a back door, they've collected, give it to all their, their families and friends. But he will come, then you call me on his way. Then I said, it's giving me negative report. You see, I, I, I treat negative report with contempt. That's me. When you give me negative report, I treat it with, I despise it. I don't allow it to come into my heart. If you don't take care, I will fight you because you are giving me negative report. I don't want to hear negative report. Because what negative report does is it kills your faith. Are you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. What if you get it? Because, you see, the thing that cancels faith is, it's not just fear. The thing that cancels fear, faith is reality. The reality on the ground is that they say they haven't opened. They will open in September. The reality on the ground. So as you are telling me the reality on the ground, you are canceling the faith. So it's not just fear. It's reality that cancels faith. Because reality, people normally give scholarships towards September. That's the reality. And we were, what month were we talking about? We were in May. Nobody gives scholarship in May. And here I am telling him, go. And it's not, it's five hours in, five hours out. Ten hours just to go and hear no. And he spent five minutes. He goes five hours to travel only to go and knock on the door. Five minutes, then go back. Then another five hours to go back home. So it's all ten hours, five minutes. <laughs> I think it's a good example. What do you think? Yeah. Seven times. He'll call me. Hey, Reverend, they said... Uh, they, they, said, they said that uh, uh, I, I should go and they are not ready. They, the, 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 last, the last one, the woman gave the number that don't call, don't come again. Just call. So, and he preferred that. Because that meant no 10 hours. But when he told me about the woman's number, I said, I'm not interested in the woman's number. Go. So the tenth time, what happened? The seventh time, what happened? When you went, the same woman who has been telling you, go away, go away, go away, said what? He said, give it to me. And then he called me to say, you know he's a man of few words. He called, Reverend, what, what did he say? Okay. <laughs> I, I forgot what he said. What, what did he say? Reverend, they've taken it. Then, 
the day they gave you, what did you? They took it Thursday, and then a few days later, they called him. Tuesday, they called him that they've given him the scholarship. He should come. But you see, if he had lived on his faith, I'm sure he'd probably be waiting. And was calling to check Yeah. You know, when he came, somebody also has been calling me. Because they also had your testimony. And they are calling me, Reverend, uh, uh, should I take it now? <laughs> Can you give me the word? So I go. What are you seeing? Are you seeing anything? As we are speaking now, somebody has been calling me. Every time calling me. What's up me? Should I take it now? Faith. is something that we must use. Are you understanding? I mean, I live on faith. My whole life is faith. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. Are you with me? And faith is not a difficult thing to use. Hello? I'll give you the formula for faith very soon. But faith is not a difficult thing to use. The reason why we don't use it is because we become too carnal. We become too worldly. Not too sinful, but too worldly. We are too natural. We are in reality. We know reality too much. That really, we don't believe that God also comes. God, the Bible says, God is in the affairs of men directing. God directs the affairs of men. But because we become so natural and so carnal, we have negated God. I told you about that person who was taken to the uh, plane. He was sitting inside the plane on board, ready for takeoff. Because he had the immigration people with guns and everything. Go and sit down. Went to sit down. For about two hours, the plane wasn't taking off. The plane was full of Illegal immigrants, all of them, from first to the last, everybody legal immigrants. They are looking at each other's faces <laughs> as they are going. Two hours later, they come for this brother and take him out of the plane. As soon as they took him out, they closed the door and the plane starts to taxi off. You don't know why but it looks like there's a miss, mess up something. They don't know, we, we don't know why, but we'll just come indefinite. There, right? Yeah. Apology and everything, letter and everything. By faith. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because at the time they caught him, took him to cells, we were praying. Are you with me? When, when they took him, the, just before he sat on the plane, he called me and we prayed. You think that uh, this person, I say I have it, but now they're, they're taking you. They are, this is, they, they are going to, they, because I could hear at the airport, 
In our announcement, as we were talking and we were about to pray, they said they are calling the flight. They were immigration officers, police people in the whole place waiting to escort all of them onto the plane. We prayed. He went to sit down. Everybody was sat down. They came for only one. Can you tell me that it's, it's, it's happenstance? It's just chance. Coincidentally. Coincidentally that they came for one person. They came for the one person that we were praying and believing God for. Faith is our lifeblood. Without faith, we are not Christians. Without faith, we cease to please God. When was the last time you lived on your faith? I know you can work. I know you have money. But money is not everything. Sometimes use your faith a little bit. Challenge yourself. Push yourself to believe God for something. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Number three. I was hoping to finish this. Eight. (laughs) Faith guarantees answers to prayer. Psalm 55 verse 17. We We are traveling on a journey of faith. My prayer is that by the time we finish journey you will become radical in your faith. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. I said, by the time we finish, you become radical in your faith. You will begin to do some crazy things and see God come through for you in crazy circumstances. Evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud. And he shall hear what? My voice. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. But if you have faith, you will pray. If you have faith, you will believe God. You will never stop until you see Jerusalem established. Until you see the answer, you are not going to stop. Because you believe in the prayer. You believe in God who answers prayer. Stop being too calculating. Stop being too, you know, if this doesn't work, I'm going to use this. If this doesn't do, I'll go here. Then I'll do, I'm going to put lipstick. I'm going to do that. No, 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 no. Otherwise, I'll just take somebody's husband. No, no, no. No. Did I tell you about a sister who went to buy a wedding gown? I was preaching like this. I was preaching about faith. And she said, I am going to try. You know, you know, Juliet, the one who came to talk about mental health. Yeah. It was a Tuesday, a Wednesday service like this. She was just sitting there, I was preaching on faith. She was not married. She had been there doing presentation for a long time. Nobody, all the people have come to pass and marry, and she was waiting. Always leading people's <laughs> praise the worship they are doing wedding. And at the point, we all laugh at her. But she heard me. I was talking about faith. She said, I'm going to try this crazy man's faith and see whether it works. She went to the bridal shop and bought a wedding gown. 
She didn't tell anybody. But try the wedding gown. Bought it. Put it in the house. She didn't tell me. She didn't tell anybody. Nobody. She acted on faith. Within eight months, she was married. In the same dress. To, to somebody who had been sitting in the church all this while. Oh, you, uh, only one person was clapping. All this while. It was not a new person. It was not a new person. This same brother had been sitting. You know, Juliet, Juliet used to sit behind you, isn't it? Juliet was always sitting like where you are. Hey. <laughs> That's why Juliet used to sit. And that brother used to sit on this row. I think he used to sit. I think either in front or he was either second row or here. I'm not sure where he was. Second row there. When she bought the gown, and he was always oh, brother, this brother, you know how brother. Because that brother, that brother used to lead pray, prayer. Yeah, he used to lead prayer. And then pass the microphone to her. And then she would come and lead praise and worship. And meanwhile, the brother didn't, couldn't stand the sister at all. It was not as if they had some secret love. No, no, no. He couldn't stand her. He could not stand her. Because the guy was very reserved and, you know, like very, you know, yeah, he's got, yeah, he's a proper issue boy from, from long. And this girl's like, yeah, everywhere. Her mouth was very sharp. The guy could not stand the girl at all. You are preaching, Pastor. What change? Faith. I said, what change was faith? What change was faith? She had the message on faith. And she acted on it. And she kept praying every day. Lord, you see my gown. I'm going to wear this gown. What if you put on weight? I'm going to use this gown. What if the, the, gown, the gown goes out of style? We are going to, this same dress, the dress you'll be worn. Yeah. Within eight months, the next time she comes here, Ask her. Ask her. This story I'm telling you. Ask her. She'll tell you. Next time, anytime. Because she's always here, isn't it? She always comes around. Ask her. Tell her I told you this story. And let her explain the story to you. Phoebe was the one who was the flower girl. And she spoiled the whole wedding. But she was, Phoebe was like um, Zelda. And she cried throughout. <laughs> Are you getting? They, they have been married for how long now? About 16 years. 15 years. Yeah. 
He couldn't stand her. But she acted on faith. And all of a sudden, he's like, hmm. Mm. Mm. Then all of a sudden, she also became soft <laughs> and nice and pleasant. Same person. She stopped all the grand grand things. <laughs> Hallelujah. Did I tell you about the guy who had me preaching crazy on faith and went to try it? I said, I was preaching in South Africa. I said that you don't need extra income to own your own house. Trust me. The job you are doing is good enough to buy your own house with it. And he said, this pastor is crazy. Maybe he's, uh, he's coming from England where you buy houses without money. That's why he's talking by heart like that. In any case, I'll try what he's saying. I'll try it. As I told him, when you know the extra money you used to buy, Coca-Cola, crisp and everything. When you go, you buy uh, nails, come and put it in the garage. When you go, you see, you know, Small wood, come and put in a garage. Small, 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 small. small. <laughs> One day I went, I went to South Africa to the church to preach. He was not even in Jobek. When he heard I was coming, he took a bus from wherever he was and drove all the way to come. He came, sat in the service like this. His name is John. Finish the service. He said, Reverend, can I say something? You know when somebody says, can I say something, you're afraid to give them the microphone because you're not sure. He said, a few years ago, two years ago, three years ago, you were preaching and you said that you don't need money to buy a house, to build a house. And I thought you were crazy. This is him talking to the church. But I said, I'm going to try this crazy thing and see whether it works. Then he removed his keys. And he said, I am here to tell you that these are my keys to my house that I have finished building, that I live in. And it is through the word I heard from you. Hallelujah. Not promotion. Not, uh, what do you call it? Uh, financial breakthrough from somebody died and gave. No, 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 no. Nothing like that. See, obedience and stepping out on faith. I, I Really, today, what I wanted to talk about was how to hear the word and act on the word. That was my sermon for today, but somehow I didn't, I didn't even get there. Mark chapter 5. We'll, we'll go there next week. What you hear, step out on it. Step out on it. 
believe in God. Believe in his prophets. See, my, my ministry is such that it's very difficult for people to really trust because it's all, we are talking and laughing, talking and laughing. So, because if I came and I'm doing the prophecy and everything, then you, you will receive. But when I come and I, it's like I'm chatting, I'm not even screaming and anything, and I'm making jokes here and there. It makes it difficult for some people to have faith, to believe what I'm saying. To receive it. Yeah, you, you get it? Yeah, because it sounds like we are joking. But none of anything I'm saying is a joke. I can give you, I can give you testimony upon testimony upon testimony. I was preaching like this about how you can start your own business. There were three boys in the church. They were illegal immigrants. One of them said, "Head my crazy, you can own your own houses." And businesses. He said, I'm going to try this thing. He went and found another illegal immigrant <laughs> and said, Okay, let's put this crazy pastor to the test and try. They started a business of old computers. They take it. Take old one from here, fix it, and old one from here. Like joke, like play. Like joke, like play. Like joke, like play. Like joke, like play. One house. Like joke, like play. Two houses. Like joke, like play. Three houses. Like joke, like play. Four houses. Like joke, like play. Five houses. Like joke, like he has started a security company. Like joke, like play. Six houses. Like joke, like play. Seven houses. And like joke, like play. Another company. We didn't have any paper. People have paper, they are homeless. <laughs> this guy just heard what I was saying and decided he would try it. Like joke, like play. Now he has paper. He has companies. He has employees. One day he came. When he heard I was here, he drove and came. So one day I will come to this church and share my testimony. I joke like play as houses and employees. But it started on a Wednesday evening, sitting where you are sitting. I, just, I don't mean, so you can't receive what I'm saying. It's like a joke. Because I don't talk about prosperity, I don't talk about big, big things. Because I can make myself very big, do you know that? And I'll give you a lot of testimonies to go with the big things that I make myself. Sometimes, because sometimes when you make yourself small and you are just, people think you are, not, you are nothing, you are nobody. And you see an empty-headed person making noise and say, this is an anointed man, we are going to follow this man. Look at somebody. Faith is the lifeblood of a Christian. Never ever cut off faith. It guarantees a better life. It guarantees victory. The third one. Are we normal? Fourth one. Faith guarantees victory. First John 5 4.
sorry. I, I got carried away. Our time is up. Stand to your feet. Let's go home. <laughs> we'll continue next, next week. First John 5, 4. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even what? Our faith. Our faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Do you want to be an overcomer? I said, do you want to be an overcomer? Have faith in God. Believe on his word. Stay on his promises. Hallelujah. I have never ever trusted in my skills. Trusted in my connections. Trusted in my uh, uh, financial abilities. No, 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 no. I've never trusted in any of those things. What I trust in is faith. I have faith in God. That is what has brought me where I am today. When I resigned from my church, I was not afraid because I had faith in God. Oh, are you listening to what I'm saying? When I resigned, I came to this country with a bag. A bag. Lost everything. But I had faith in God. All I need is time. With time, I'm going to have 20 times what I lost. I said, with time, I'm going to have 20 times what I lost because of the faith I have in God. 